Hey, welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide podcast. I'm Bradley. I'm Randy. And I'm Bryce. A little well, hesitant so, yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah no, so I'm just not too sure about this episode. Yeah. Just uh, oh, seems a bit too too exciting and amazing for Ooh. me. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So this episode should be coming out around Christmas. So happy holidays, Cross our fingers. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you had a good one. Had? Is and, it coming uh, after, after or before? I, I don't Maybe know. a couple of days after. But... Oh, okay, yeah. Hope you had a you good know, it'll holiday. Be, it'll be in that like sweet spot in which you kind of have like the a little bit of a positive Christmas hangover, but then you're just like uh-huh. anticipating the New Year's. So yeah, I've never heard the words positive and hangover go in the same sentence. <laughs> I like know. The, the like three days of the year that don't actually exist because nobody really does anything, and like it's just the transient time in between Christmas. Yeah, and you just New Year's just for, like, like pure chilling. Yeah, you yeah. just sit around and like, ah, what do I do with the day? Yeah, right. Best time of year. Yeah, but uh, into the into the episode topic. So you might be thinking, what is like Santa Claus like an alien or something? No, we're not. He we're not is. I, not. <laughs> I mean, I would I'd argue he's not human, but uh, we're not gonna be talking about Santa Claus today because that dude's old news, man. He's old. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to older news. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what we do here on vanquisher's guide <laughs> and we're digging through the trash for that old last newspaper right and uh you know i've done i've done some scandinavian stuff before so we're gonna we're gonna go you back have? yeah the gnomes and oh. uh and, and loki's children okay and wow are you a big fan oh, of you're scandinavian culture <laughs> <laughs> you had me there for a second <laughs> Oh <laughs> but uh no so we're yeah we're going to iceland today uh nice. and i was just gonna focus today on the one and only grilla and uh-huh. uh, i'll Love explain her. a little bit more of today but as i was doing some research i was oh, like favorites how can i not talk about her husband who's boring and i'm not even gonna mention him yet <laughs> then we have hey. their children the yule lads and the yule yeah. cat so oh. It's a whole family. It's a family of monsters that we're going to be going over I mean, today. Okay, so tell me, Brad. Word. If she drove a minivan and had one of those annoying stick figure families on the back of her car, what would it look like? Oh, that's a great question. So she is like a giant troll ogre looking lady. So you're um, saying that her stick ah, figure would take up her the entire... Her stick figure would take up the entire <laughs> Going onto the side windows. <laughs> Her current husband would take up just as much space. And then there'd be more than like 30 children and a cat. Oh goodness. Dang so yeah. your back windshield is her. Windshield now. And by a cat, I mean a giant cat that would also take up just as much room or more. <laughs> so the back window is her. Street legal anymore. Front window is her husband. Left side of the car is the cat, and the right side of the car is all of her kids. All of your windows sound like they are yeah. completely obstructed at this point. You cannot see a darn thing. Nope. <laughs> Drive by intuition alone. It's all but, you need. Uh, as Christmas far as, like, will lead. like, folklore families, I'm pretty sure they are among the most famous. Nice. Oh. And, I, mean, I mean, I mean, like... I'm, I'm guessing you guys haven't heard of them before. <laughs> but, Unfortunately but like, not. In uh, like 
older times, these were very well-known individuals. Gotcha. Um, and by well-known, they didn't, I, I don't know if they existed or not. But anyways, continuing on, just because I could talk about their scariness <laughs> all day. So Grilla is a giantess with an appetite for flesh of mysteri- uh, mischievous children, and she cooks them and eats them. So this not only don't is a scary all. family, they're all cannibals. Every yeah, single one of them. Cannibals? Jeez. But if she's a giantess, is she technically a cannibal if she's eating human children? Well, so, is yeah, giantess, giant human. so, um... Or is she a she giant was orig- She was originally um, in some of the old Nordic uh, Edas, like the poetic Eda and stuff, uh-huh. and she was of the race giant. But gotcha. later on, when Christianity kind of took over the Scandinavian area, she just became a large, terrifying-looking woman. Um, large and in-charge woman. So, today's standard, she is a cannibal. Well, I mean, she definitely has a Baba Yaga one-upped in that just picture on the right. <laughs> oh my gosh, isn't that terrifying? I think it's going to haunt my dreams, man. It's very <laughs> gruesome. It reminds me of those pictures of, like, the sleep demon, like, the sleep nightmare demons that sleep people have. Sleep paralysis demon? That's the word. I couldn't come up with paralysis, thank you. Yeah, where, like, they're, like, really foggy, like, kind of blurry pictures of just somebody standing near a bed in, like, a really terrifying position. That's what it reminds wow, me of. Oh, man. Just Wild the more that you look part. at that image, the worse it gets, Yeah, well, man. it's yeah. terrible. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so she is not someone to be trifled with. Um, and so before we go in, the reason why I chose this to be our like holiday episode is because so originally in her story and stuff, when she was introduced, it had nothing to do with Yule, nothing to do with Christmas, nothing to do with anything. It, it was, she was just a character in this saga. Neat. Uh, Yule, for anyone that doesn't know, originally was the celebration of the winter solstice, and it lasted for uh 13 days i think Heck of a <clears throat> and then party, christianity man. took over <laughs> uh, it yule and how it is described today is just the holiday season pretty much so okay. it's the holiday uh, season for all the people listening that aren't able to see this picture let's talk about this lady for a second so Please. grilla uh like i mentioned is originally mentioned being a giantess in the 13th century uh, uh prose eda and is not connected to Christmas or the holidays until the 17th century. And uh, so let's like, if you think about like Santa Claus nowadays, right? Parents use like coal and stuff as like a threat to not get Christmas presents and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. There's tons of parents that, you know, tell their children like, Hey, you're being naughty. You're not going to get presents this year. Um, <clears throat> so like, that's like pretty scary and traumatizing for kids probably. Right. They're like, Hey, I want my presents. Um, you know, and people in the like 13th, 17th century and stuff and all in between took uh, took their threats a little bit more seriously <laughs> because if you were bad, she would just eat you. Nice. Oh. And it's a pretty uh, yeah, serious yeah, threat. Uh, but so, like I mentioned, she's been described as a giant, a troll, an ogre, just not. Just just scarier than a human, I'm guessing, is kind of what they're going for. Um, especially in North mythology and stuff, giant didn't mean like what we think of as giants. It's just another race of human. Uh, oh, dwarves no. aren't like what we think of as dwarves. They're just another kind type or whatever of human. Uh, but fun were they larger? Like um, probably yeah, prob- probably like like I mean, same kind of thing with like David Goliath, right? I mean, was he actually mm-hmm. like ten million feet tall? No, he was probably just a large human. 
yeah so quite that's, that's above average yeah okay um so she was enormous and just absolutely repulsive to look at uh, yeah. And occur- according to the Sturlung saga, it's an Icelandic uh, group of sagas. It's a book. Uh, it's described Grilla as having 15 tails. And on each tail, she had 100 balloons and every balloon <laughs> contained 20 children. So she even one ups Pennywise. I was going to say, it's the modern, <laughs> the old Pennywise, um, I guess. This is like the nightmare version of Up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that that story um, is definitely more one of the older stories that is no longer looked at as canon, I guess. Well, thank Aww, goodness. <laughs> but in uh, some other stories that we've we have of her, uh, it's said that she has three hundred heads, and each head has three eyes. It's uh, nine hundred eyes. There's two but, a lot uh, of eyes. One of one of my favorite All just to get just how Eddie. actually scary mm-hmm. she is because like these are like more monstrous. But like just to see how scary just a human could be, this one's my favorite. Uh, it claims that she has bad nails on each finger, which I think means just like dead nails, and her fingers are like uh-huh. like like old and like. Or you think it's like the nails where like they're all like cracked and like you want to like if you had them you'd want to like pull them, but then when you do Probably. that you know that you're gonna like rip off half your finger and regret it for the next like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that. Eyes in the back of her head and horns like a goat, and ears dangle down to her shoulders and are fastened to her nose. Her chin is bearded and her teeth are like charcoal. Ooh. Which I mean, imagine all those together is and, and just like someone that creeps in your house and tries to eat you, eat you as a baby. You know, like no, thank you. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, yeah but a little bit if more. Going to eat me? I want them to have nice nails and <laughs> right, like be like a be like a up, like upstanding citizen and you know just eat me. It's fine. But uh, anyways, uh, it's it's also described that she was a parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give her their uh, disobedient children. Uh, and so originally she was lived in a small cottage. People like hated her and stuff, but like she was just too maybe too scary to like do anything about. But later stories, and as time grew and like towns must have gotten bigger and stuff, it the actual the story was that she was kicked out of the town and now lives in a cave. Huh. Well, I gotta say, it was really bold of her to ask like parents on the street for I know, right? To just eat. <laughs> hey, right? I'm really hungry. You mind if you give me something? Oh yeah, here's uh, like a roll. No, 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 no. I don't mean like. Like food. I mean, I want your children. Can you hand me your kids? Right. I want to eat them. They'll go really good as a side of other children. Uh huh. You gotta have your (laughs) four uh, main basic kid groups. But speaking of giving her a role, you could thwart her plans by giving her food or chasing her away. Which, as like scary and terrifying as she sounds, like it sounds pretty easy to get rid of her. Yeah. Just always carry like. Pillsbury, like one of those pop cans, you know, always have rolls on you, man. Right. Um, but uh, a little bit more on her. So current day version of her, she has the ability to detect children who are misbehaving year round, which Dang. is kind of also a similarity she has with like Santa, except for one would kill you, one would just give you coal. Um, <laughs> and creep on you in the shower because weird. Santa's yeah. weird. Santa's weird. I never understood him. Uh, but during yeah. the like holiday season, uh, she would come down from the mountains, like during Yule and stuff, she would come down from the mountains uh, to search nearby towns for her meals. Uh, she would leave her cave, hunt 
hunts children and carries uh, them home in a giant sack. So it's another kind of similarity to Santa Claus is in pretty much every representation of her, she's always carrying a sack. It's always filled with children, though. Mm. And uh, <laughs> presents. I don't want yeah. those presents, please. Uh, <laughs> and so her obviously her main course is uh, children, but she has been known in the past to eat also adult males. I'm not uh. sure about females, though, but males specifically have been eaten by her as well. Oh, um, yeah. Are our adult males? Are they like the dessert then? If the children are their main course. <laughs> maybe, the ch- maybe adult males must be the dessert. Or maybe yeah. we're just like, uh, like vegetables. You know, we just. Oh, taste oh that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess I have when to. Uh, you, yeah. but... Um, but she doesn't just like sit down and like rip the skin off of like she actually takes her time and like cooks a stew out of the bad children and uh, and what's like. I guess would be so scary and to tell your children is that her appetite is unyielding. It's she's nice. just always craving more and more. Oh, so you can't like feed her your other like kids in your class and be like, Oh, I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> doesn't work. She'll always come back for seconds and thirds and fifteenths and she's never going to stop. Kind of an older story that I'm not sure how consistent it is is that she will also only eat or she will also eat children who are not wearing at least one item of new clothing on like you will eve christmas eve what the uh, heck which kind of is bad because like what about like poor families yeah it's <laughs> yeah, like poor shaming man what the heck seriously so, i guess okay no it just means that you have to prepare yourself you just all you need is you need to have Try and find one piece of clothing that's like new pair of socks at some point during the year and then never wear it until Christmas. And then you're good. You wear it, it the first time that time and that's new. And then you, your search continues. You got to find another pair of clothes, another thing of clothes, and then you just wait and hold on to it until the next year. Was it new to you or new in general? Because you could just swap friends or swap oh, there you go. With your other uh, <laughs> friends, you know? There yeah, I don't go. I don't know if it ever specifies, but kind of just a weird little add-on of like you either have to be naughty to be killed by her or just be poor. <laughs> yeah. So life sucks. Oh man. But uh according to her, the folklore, uh, Grilla has been married Grilla has been married three times. Um oh. her first two husbands, other than like random kids that she might have had uh there's not too much known about the husband but the third husband that i was hesitant to mention just because he's lazy and doesn't do anything is awesome uh i'm not gonna it's hard for me to pronounce because it's in it's an icelandic name but it's lepaludi lepaludi makes sense sounds like and, a, uh sounds like a bro yeah <laughs> yeah so he i mean he he is mentioned quite a few times and he's also like a ogre troll giant-esque person um and so he lives with Grilla in the cave uh in like a lava field it's said um wow that which is a little bit more common in like iceland than it would be where we are um so it's not like anything like crazy i don't think but uh anyways so they she lives there with her husband uh with the yule cat and their sons and so it is mentioned multiple times that he is lazy and pretty much always stays in the cave um so he's not like a big character in any of these stories and so she had uh, dozens of children with her previous husband. So, you know, quite a few. Um, and it's said that the, um, with not including those children, all the children that she had with 
Lepa Ludi uh, happened all before she was 50. So she must have had all of these kids before she was 50, which doesn't make Dang. sense, but that's I mean, how, how many kids does she have? If she had like 50, then she just had one per year since I mean, she was born. From when she was born. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. going to say, like, because like, uh, it said she, she has, other than the uh, Yule lads, which are the most famous, she's, it says that she has at least around 19 other children. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe she's just got like those genes where she has like octuplets every time she has oh there you go there you go they're all like (laughs) twins at the very least yeah that's i mean in that picture they all do look kind of kind of (laughs) similar that's true they're all all creepy and have long white beards and i actually Um, the one guy whose beard is in the shape of a star because why not because why not maybe a sun he's just extra (laughs) man but uh so that's pretty much all like there is to know about grilla she's She's great, you know, eating children and uh, living life. Yeah. So uh, what if she's not insatiable? It's just her lazy husband that's insatiable. Hey, I think maybe, maybe dragging all these kids back to feed him. I think her husband's getting a bad rep. All right. This guy married in to a family that already had probably close to, I would say, 15 kids around then. And so he's just a stay-at-home dad, is what it is. Yeah, he's staying home to take care of fifteen And kids not only is he a stay-at-home his. dad, he's well, he's also very, um, you know, not a good husband because he's cheated I mean, on uh, on her as well. Oh, so right. um, okay. the, about the the best information that I could find of him, and by best I mean he's not a good person. Um, he did have a son out of wedlock, and he named uh, him uh, Scroker. Grover. Nice. I don't know how to pronounce that. But uh, not Grover, man. <laughs> <laughs> favorite. Um, so basically what happened was he had a son uh with a lady who was a kind of like a nursemaid to his uh, wife. And oh, uh, man, while she was brutal. ill, bedwood ridden from birth, he uh he wasn't like being his lazy self, he wasn't able to take care of everything, so this nurse lady came in to help, but also to be his like mistress. And her name was Lupa. And nice. uh, when uh, Grilla got better, um, she found out, got pretty angry and kicked Lupa and the son's uh, scrotum. Just getting scro- Scroger away and like, kicked him out. <laughs> I knew it was coming, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I'll be honest. I don't really get understand that mentality. Why kick the kid and the lady out and not the husband? feel like kick the husband and the lady out and keep the kid kid did nothing wrong it seems like, like a pretty consistent heck? thing that happens in a lot of oh, folklore yeah. stories all the time um, so i'm not sure like That's why well i guess if you want to look at it like pretty cold like it's that she has no attachment to the it's fair the kid you know and that she does have attachment to her husband and like fair, probably does still, still love him even though he's a cheating dirtbag but you know and yeah. there doesn't seem to be like she has like a, like any moral compass at all. True. And if he is the stay-at-home dad that's keeping all the kids fed while she's away hunting, then I mean, I guess that's that's why she's like, I mean, you're the worst. But if I kick you out, then I have to figure out how to clean the house and go hunting. So, yes. <laughs> so no I'll, thanks. Yeah. And uh, it's actually not even just her that goes out and like hunt and uh does which is the worst thing like outside um the kids all leave too it's just the husband and i guess the other 19 we don't really know but the yule lads are um definitely the most... get cleaned somehow <laughs> the yule lads are definitely the most 
famous of everyone in the family even more than the mom so uh they are both they all uh, there's 13 of them are all born from grilla and lipoludi and so these guys are uh mischievous pranksters who steal from or harass the population and have um pretty descriptive names of pretty much what they do um and so they don't really have their names like they were just like here you're born you're named us like trippy and like he trips people or trips nice. either one um and that's, he trips and, people he doesn't trip he's not like the seven dwarves where like they're named after what like their so i believe this is problem what the seven dwarves are based off of right okay i was, I was like, gonna say than, yeah it seems like some similarities there yeah. rather um, than being so, like named like dopey because he's an idiot he's named dopey because he makes other people idiots yes pretty much for example okay yeah that makes sense um and so they come to town uh during the last 13 days before Yule, and they leave small gifts in the shoes of children who have been good, um, and then they leave a rotten potato in the shoe of kids that have been bad. So what the what wow. it is, what this Yule was, is there wasn't, like, Christmas, right? It was Yule. Oh, sad. And Yule was celebrated within 13 days. And so what children would do with, during the time is they would put a shoe next to their bed, kind of like a stocking, and... Um, they would be left gifts or like most of the time it'd just be candy inside their shoes. Um, every Gotta have some pretty big shoes to get a gift in there. <laughs> but uh, so that's, that's how their, their celebrations went. Okay. Mom, I want a new bike. Well, that's tough because I can only get what's in this shoe. So <laughs> gotta find no, a way think, to get I a think bike in your like, shoe. Most of it would have been like candy and right. maybe like a It's small... kind of like stockings, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, so some stories do portray them as tricksters, some as cannibals and murderers, like their parents. Uh, but definitely modern day, they're not murderers. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's good that they're an improvement hey, from their mom, yeah. and they're not like eating kids if they're bad. They're just giving right. them rotten potatoes. <laughs> hey, I would much prefer to have a rotten potato than be eaten. So, hundred oh, percent. Yeah. I, yeah. Totally. Controversial opinion, I think, maybe, but I would prefer to have a rotten potato than to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how everyone also, else feels. But... Another reference would be Santa's elves. Um, ah. Commonly said that these guys could be potential candidates of where they got the inspiration from, um, but gotcha. they're also competing with like uh, the gnomes that we've talked about before. Mm. Interesting. It's kind of a mix. Uh, and then the Yule lads arrive. Uh, like I mentioned, the 13 days before Christmas, beginning on the 12th of December. And so what happens is one of them will arrive on December 12th, the next on the 13th, and so on to where the one appears every single day. And then... So is there, like, the, a worst one that's, like, the the end boss, the final boss shows up on the last <laughs> night? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go over their tours the... on, like, the 20th, you know? <laughs> really don't no, like I'll, I'll go over the uh, order after number 13 is coming like... we gotta get ready <laughs> but uh it stays consistent where like like it's like one of their jobs to go on the first night and then the second night like you know uh, and what they do is after they what they do is, so they, is it they the live same on... one every year yes so, yeah so same order and so gotcha. the one that gets there on the 12th stays 13 days and then leaves the one that gets there like on the last day also stays 13 days so he stays past oh. and stuff so they all stay 13 mm. days but just kind of on an interval thing. Gotcha. Yep. And then, uh, so the Yule ads used to be a lot more creepy than today. Uh, so much so that in 1746, parents were officially banned from tormenting their kids with the stories. Wow. 
Yeah, seriously. Hell. Yeah. Wow. And Imagine I think that's that, when the man. transition changed from them being murderous cannibals to more of like just tricksters. Gotcha. That's crazy. I wonder if like parents really got carried away and were like super graphic and just describing oh, sure. how they kill you, you know? And like, oh, you know? And then they're like, that would be oh, terrible. You, you probably imagine stop. those stories like when you're trying to go to sleep <laughs> and you're like, oh man, let's go over all the naughty stuff that you did today. And because of this, you're going to be tormented and eaten and tortured, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're but, just uh, like laying down <laughs> to bed and then you're dad freaking kicks down your door and is screaming they're gonna come eat you they're gonna rip off your ears and fry them alive yeah oh my goodness um but yeah so it's now now like i mentioned they're they're much less scary and they're actually in uh in iceland and uh even like pretty much most of scandinavia they the, these stories were like circulating and stuff and they're still talked about today um uh, if you go to iceland there's actually in multiple different like towns and stores and stuff there's little like uh and by little i mean like big like statues and stuff of them you can even go to a cave that is said to be where she's was living in and you can and they have like a statue of her in there and stuff it's pretty cool oh yeah that's super neat kind of like so, making the myth real yeah it's yeah it's really cool and they like encourage like everyone to like take pictures and stuff it's it's a really cute little uh iceland's a pretty cool place but uh yeah so let's go through all of these guys there's only 13 of them so um, only 13 this is the order of that they arrive, uh, like in order. So I'm not going to even try for, for the Icelandic names. I apologize. Um, so the first one, we have the sheep coat Claude. Uh, great name. He harasses sheep. Um, Makes sense. But he's got some pretty uh, stiff peg legs, apparently. So, <laughs> so like an aspiring pirate. I guess. <laughs> he just lost that his was leg. My thought as well. But he just loves harassing sheep so much that he stays on yeah. the hand all the time. Um, next we have the goalie gawk. Um, so his original story was literally he just hides in goalies. Um, but later on it was added that he uh would try to sneak into like your house, sneak into your barn or whatever, and steal uh milk. Not milk. Uh, Anything yeah. but the milk, man. Which is a seems pretty like common with like gnomes and elves and stuff in yeah. folklores. So I just love milk, man. I mean, <laughs> That makes sense because, like, having your milk stolen would, back then would have been like a Be pretty big, big deal. Because yeah. it's literally your only alternative to like, I mean, exactly. like alcohol, but like, other only alternative to like water. Right. And then also, and like, if you're not going to drink it, then it's also a really good form of selling because, like, yeah, it's used in true. so many different things. But that being said, that feels like a pretty big difference, like, a huge swing from hiding in gullies to stealing milk and from people's houses and sheds. Like that, those feel very different. He just, but... he just got really bored. Yeah, <laughs> he just was like, "No one's finding me in these gullies. I gotta go find something to do." Yeah, You're he right. never like popped out on anybody. He just uh... literally hid in gullies for hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most boring game of hide and go seek, where no one's looking for you. Nobody's seeking, right. but you're hiding. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, next, we have Stubby. He's just abnormally short and steals pans to eat and crush the uh, crust left on them. I think some people would probably love this guy. Right? He cleans people stuff. hate their crust, man. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe if he doesn't return the pans, that's kind of like a awful move, but hey, man, some people don't like their crust. Have at it, I guess. I hate. I actually hate my pans. I like the crust, but I hate the pans. <laughs> I just throw away my pans after I make crust in them. <laughs> no pie, just crust. 
next we have the spoon licker. Ooh. So he steals and licks wooden spoons and is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Oh no. <laughs> His only way to get food, unless he's eating a baby, is to lick spoons. Man, Dang. It's kind of like an interesting proposition though. It's like how many spoons do you think you'd have to <laughs> lick clean in order to like survive? Right. <laughs> Like how many houses would you have to like break into after dinner and just like also like, their, like I feel like he's gonna always be sick. That's probably also due oh, to yeah. his he's getting and, like so his... many different diseases from people. Getting like food poisoning constantly. Uh-huh. This guy's probably the nicest because his name is the pot scraper and he just steals leftovers from pots. He doesn't steal the pots though, so he just is getting the leftovers. Oh, he's just cleaning up your pots for you. That's pretty great. Yeah, he just hates seeing food go to waste, man. This dude's <laughs> yeah. a hero. Yeah. Um next he's a we legend have, we didn't know we needed. We have the twin <laughs> of spoon liquor. We have the bull liquor. Oh. He hides licking in this family, huh? It is. It's a lot of licking. Hides under beds, waits for someone to put down their bowl and uh steals it steals the bowl or just the things out of it nope steals the bowl oh come on dude following your brother's footsteps is of the <laughs> the pot scraper and just just take the stuff out yeah. of it yep that's Be fine a boy, leave no trace <laughs> except for the bowl that you left behind <laughs> leave yeah. only a bowl trace leave only a bowl trace this guy uh, probably has like a collection of like Two thousand bowls, and he just licks them, yeah. one by one, every day. Just sitting at home, licking bowls for fun. He's like, mm, this one's a good one. Oh man! Uh, we have my least favorite coming up next at the door slammer. Yo, uh, I think this guy lives in my house. Doors, especially at night, because he loves waking people up. That's just awful. What a what I hate a this dude. Man. Not a not my favorite guy. Seriously, I, I when uh, I was a kid in my house back in the day, we had. Uh, uh, my childhood home had it was a like specific set of doors that if you left both of them open it created like a wind tunnel of, of some sort and it would cause one of the, one or both of the doors to slam shut randomly and uh, i'm pretty sure that that's where this guy came from i think my wow. i think this guy lives in my childhood home just constantly slamming the doors your childhood home sounds freaking crazy man you had wind tunnels in it <laughs> it's wild <laughs> it just caused like you leave two doors open and if they're both open then they just like you'll be walking downstairs doing your thing, and then like ten minutes later, the doors just slam closed on their own. It's oh, terrifying. I, I thought you were about to say, and like ten minutes later, gale force wind comes and like blows <laughs> you out the door. Yeah, you, you just get knocked, knocked over. And you're just like, oh man, you what left the happened? doors open, you idiots! You're like crawling upstairs. The wind is too strong. It's like we gotta close the doors. We're gonna die. Yep, that was my childhood at home. It was a that's nightmare. Horrifying. So that's yeah. why the, you're the way that you are. End it now. <laughs> Very sturdy. The wind can't do nothing on me now. Um, next, we have the Skyr Gobbler. Uh, Skyr in is Icelandic for like basically yogurt. Oh, okay. So he just so really he doesn't like, eat the sky. No, no. This dude no. probably stinks, man. Just what yogurt. What if you have yogurt in a bowl? Then does does Sky Grappler come and eat your yogurt, and then Bowl Licker comes and snags the bowl and licks it clean. And then you put a wooden spoon in there as well. Uh huh. And then Spoon Licker's coming. You're getting attacked on all fronts. 
you gotta like you think you heard someone go to like sneak up behind you so you turn and you turn back and your yogurt's gone try and find him and then the bowl's gone you try and find that guy and your spoon's gone <laughs> then the door slams behind you and you're like what is happening it's just a and, battle uh, royale man you're so depressed <laughs> that you're like hey good thing i always keep a sausage under my pillow and then you lift up your pillow uh, and the sausage is gone because of the so- no! sausage he's the next guy <laughs> no and, uh, my spare he, sausage he hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked and so Mark, I guess it's only being only while they're being cooked though so. well i do i do try to keep my my sausages smoking while they're underneath of my pillow <laughs> try and make sure they keep a good smoke under there so yeah you don't, you don't live on top of your smoker <laughs> yeah it's it's the best I way and that way i'm pre-smoked so. for everyone else you're like man you're so you smell like cedar today bro wow <laughs> thank you yeah i changed it up i had i figured i'd uh, introduce a new wood type and that really shake up the scent yeah mm. um next we have the worst of the bunch we have the window peeper uh, <laughs> that is the worst Described Jeez. as a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. So he's not like looking at you. Uh, he's supposed to steal he's you. Still, like, which he might be stealing for his mom, you know, if he's if you're naughty. Now, that being said, he's not the things stealer. He, he's just the window peeper. So he's looking for things to steal. But does he ever actually steal them? It sounds like all he does I, is all he is. I is like assume that he would but he's, he's just casing the joint man yeah, it sounds like he's casing for everybody else he's like yo there's a nice bowl in there thick pot in there really Dude, really got nice like spoons. six wooden spoons man it's a jackpot and, all of and the they just he they just, just put to everything exactly they just put a nice set of of sausages on the smoker and got a nice bowl of yogurt man they're all set we're ready to go like, the, like a, a radio he's like all right uh-huh. uh, Stubby, go, go, go. Get those Let's go, go. It's like the worst <laughs> version of Mission Impossible, man. <laughs> uh, next, we have the doorway sniffer. Yeah. Do doorways typically have a really distinct smell? I haven't noticed. I bet if you talk to him that you would know the difference between he... different... That's a good point. Yeah, maybe. So he's got a pretty large nose, and it is a cute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. Oh. Which I don't is know that, what that is. Is that just like bread with like tree leaves oh, in it? I am picturing the bread from Lord of the Rings. Ooh, oh. lemon bread. Yeah. Thanks for knowing that what that's called because I did not know what it was called. But I, got I, knew you. Was, I knew it was wrapped in a leaf, and so that's what I thought of. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. it sounds like leaf bread is like kind of like a wafer. So it's like a it's like a cooked pita bread kind of thing, where it's like a crispy. Yeah, Bread. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. And usually I, it has like a leaf like or flower ish design across the top. Was it known to be left at doorways? <laughs> you know it. That's that's the only place you make your leaf bread and hang it up on your door frame. Whenever I, whenever I buy bread, I just make sure I stuff it into my, like under my doorway. So uh-huh. like, just in case. But I need to keep yeah. my door closed. So yeah, it makes sense. And then turns um, out that just like a bunch of people are tripping in their doorway and just still. <laughs> leaving like dropping tons of leaf bread man. no oh i thought i was gonna say maybe it's because you have too big of a crack underneath of your door and there's a draft coming in so you use bread to stuff the bread underneath of the door to keep the draft out and, you know? and by all the pets quite possibly out. the worst <laughs> idea i've ever heard hey you got to keep out those cold winter winds dude it's not <laughs> fun 
Don't next, like using have... like Wonder Bread as insulation, man. <laughs> I feel like this next guy is like the boss of some like video game. His name is Meat Hook. I feel like that's yeah, like that a, does... a Borderlands like villain or something. Sounds like it. Like, uh, Diablo the the butcher guy. Uh huh. Oh, got that thought, hook, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and he, he he this guy has a hook and he uses it to steal meat. So he, mm. he uses his hook for maybe justice. I don't know. I mean, at least he's named correctly. He he has a meat hook, and that's <laughs> he what he does. All he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, we have the candle stealer, and by next, I mean last. We have the candle stealer. So he follows last children but not least. to steal their candles. Uh, but then they'll be lost out in the cold, in the dark. And, and they won't have Wonder up. Bread to keep them warm. <laughs> so... Anyways, those are the 13 guys. That took longer than I thought it would. You're <laughs> welcome. They're just, they're just all so unique and amazing are, yeah. and terrible. Uh, and I never want weird. to meet them. So a little bit more. Uh, so some stories only describe there being nine of them. Some of them have 13, but the uh-huh. agreed upon number is 13 nowadays. If those last uh, who gets cut out. I know, right? You're losing. <laughs> Sorry, no, I mean, no you, Stubby didn't uh, measure up. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Man. <laughs> That's the worst. This, they're but, all uh, so pivotal. I couldn't possibly think of losing any of them. They're just so important. Right? Like, uh, who would lick my bowls if I didn't have bowls? I know. Yeah. So. If without him, I have to wash my bowls, and that's the worst. <laughs> uh, but in almost Safety's all of the stories, um, like, even if it wasn't specifically these guys, no matter what, all of them had their own characteristics. Uh, they all had their own pranks that they would do. They were all just very different, which is why I believe that the inspiration came from the Seven Dwarves, or the Seven Dwarves gotcha. was from them. Um, Makes sense. So most of the different Yule ads could be classified into different groups. Those who steal food, those who play tricks or harass people, and those who just seem to be a disillusion from or a delusion from nature. Um, yeah, so like, true. For example, we have the goalie gawk who hides in goalies and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. And then um, in the point. east of Iceland, there are uh, there existed a folktale of a specific group of Yule lads who didn't even come from the mountains where his family was supposed to be. It was just like their own little group that came from the ocean. And uh, one. Uh, obscure nursery rhyme uh, mentioned two of them being female um, who steal uh, would steal melted fat by either uh, stuffing it up their nose or putting it in their socks. So there's a lot of just different stories. Um, some of them being like part of that family, like of the family of Grilla and everything. Uh, some not uh, just, you know, some of them being girls because uh, other than like that story, I feel like well, every single one of them is all just boys, right? So, okay. Yeah. So, oh man, I don't know why, but I find like their origin of coming from the ocean so much more menacing than from the mountains. You know, because the ocean is terrifying. And like, what type of awful, like, dark abyssal like creatures are they that they're crawling out of the ocean to uh-huh. hook your meat, man? Well, I'm also rim style. That's oh, yeah. my why are the whole like North Pole maybe thing was started of because all of these stories, if you look at any like holiday story and stuff, it's always things that are local. So where do we get this fantasy right. land of the North Pole? It's 
because there's something out there that comes, you know, like to them it'd be across the ocean because things right fly. But uh, again, like like even just the story of like modern day Santa and stuff, like it's pretty creepy and messed up what he does. So like mm-hmm. it hasn't changed that much. Um, but yeah, yeah, it just makes sense. Like if some like ethereal creature is coming out of the night to like start doing stuff, it's like, well, where did it come from? I don't know. It came out of the the ocean. It's like, well, maybe there's something way out across the ocean. Some especially land when you, like, that they live when you, from when you demonize something like Rila uh-huh. and lads and stuff. Like it's so much easier to put them not in your. That's why it starts in your town, right? She started the story started right. in town, then she got kicked out to a cave, then she got kicked out to the lava fields. Right? You know, why not just kick her out to some fantastical land? Because also, you know, there's that, and then all of these kids that actually weren't being eaten, even though they're bad. Right. What do you do? Oh, well, she doesn't eat you if you have a, you know, you get a new clothing, or uh, I don't know, she's just very far away. So like, it, it just makes sense to keep pushing them further and further away from yeah. home. Anything not home is weird and crazy and monstrous. Yeah, that's so she, true. She's far enough away that she just didn't realize you were being bad. She didn't get there in time. So yeah. Um, and then last but not least, in this wonderful family, we have their pet, the Yule Cat. Um, so if you're not looking Ooh. at this picture, which is everyone listening to this right now, this cat is massive, but he's also very cute. It's like the size of a house. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's maybe a bus. Um, and so these Yo, two cat are... bus. <laughs> these are just like different artwork. It could have been depicted as smaller or whatever, but it's bigger than a normal cat. So you know, <laughs> take that as so you maybe will. like a maybe like a Maine Coon, or don't they have like forest cats or in like. Yeah, they're well. Norway hasn't uh, the yeah. predecessor to Mancoons forest cats. True. So it's a dire cat, <laughs> sibling of the Basically. dire wolf. Yeah, uh, but so not too much is known about the Yule cat. But uh, it was a huge and vicious cat who was described as lurking about in the snowy countryside during uh, Yule time and eating people who had not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Um, and he was the house pet of Grilla and her sons, so he was just a very loyal cat doing the same kind of thing as Grilla. Dang. Mm. Uh, and so the threat of being eaten by the Yule cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish uh, processing the autumn wool before uh, like Yule, and uh, uh. ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, and those that were not would be used as prey to, uh, for the, the Yule cat. Well, what happens when that guy doesn't like you use one guy for bait because he wasn't working hard enough so you don't give him a shirt and you leave him out in the wind in the cold what happens when he survives and comes back to work the next year well that's why you have to finish uh, the job yourself oh dang (laughs) (laughs) if the yule cat's not gonna do it i guess i'll have to do it myself i mean fear I th- this uh, almost seems like one of the rare times of a dystopian like past, you know. Does. Yeah. Well, and, and again, because that clothing thing and whatever gets so like iffy, and you know, of course, like people maybe didn't die and stuff. The story does change a couple times, and so the cat, uh, the old cat, alternately has been described as merely eating away all of the food of people that didn't work um, as hard or whatever, didn't have those new clothes or whatever. And going to say yeah. that is like, especially if you look at these workers, if you didn't work, not only do you not get clothes, probably you also probably didn't get paid, so you couldn't. Right. Afford it. So it's like, oh, it's that Yule cat, you know, you just be, you know, 
kind of blaming on the cat instead of you not having money or whatever. Instead of your <laughs> boss not paying you enough because it's cheap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nothing Awful. quite like blaming other things for your problems. Your to pay you in clothes. Like you're not even getting paid enough to get your own clothes. <laughs> Seriously. Man, I do uh, not want to live in a time of that. I'm okay yeah. with being Seriously. Time. <laughs> no thanks. But uh the couple like uh some there's some interesting pop culture uh, references that I was able to find. And one of them that I actually knew. Um so first one we have that Grilla and the Yule Lads all appeared as central figures in the uh, show called Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I think Randy, you watched the show. Um, um, oh, I think that's the yeah, the I think that's the older version of the new Netflix show Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Oh, okay. I did love okay. the old show. The old show yeah. was pretty solid, man. It was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they terrorized the household, and Grilla attempted to claim a baby from Sabrina's aunt. Dang, that's dark, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I mean, and I guess then, like true, but yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the Yule Cat was in a the movie Christmas. Oh, Carnival. no, that is the new one. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. So that's Christmas, the chilling Christmas one is the new one. Two, the Yule Cat appeared as a cat named uh, Yola. Um, this show was on Netflix in 2020. Apparently, Netflix really likes... Uh, Oof. These- <laughs> the Christmas but, uh, Chronicles was not good. No, I just not. remembered. No, well, I, got, I saw they the got first a sequel, one. so yeah, I saw the first one. It wasn't good. Apparently, the Yule Cat was like terrorizing Santa's uh, reindeer or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> typical. But uh, my my the reference that I knew actually, um, if I haven't mentioned on this show or in this podcast, the show um, Hilda is a fantastic show. I recommend I watching that show. It's a uh, never talk. heard of it the creators based off like the, the landscape and everything and characters off of a trip that they took to Norway, but it's hmm. basically just all it's, it's just a fantasy land based like kind of on Scandinavia. Anyways, the Yule lads were a character in the 10th episode of the second season. Um, they depicted, they were depicted as gorillas unwilling servants who would seek out naughty children and use them for her stew for fear of being cooked uh, themselves if they fail. Oh, Sounds absolutely terrifying. This is a children's yeah. show, might I add. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But Terrible. Uh, fantastic show. And I, I remember this episode. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I actually didn't at this time know too much about these characters. Hmm. Right. That's super right. surprising. Because I don't think before this, I'd actually really heard too much about... Um, about like Yule, the Yule Lads or the Yule Cat or Grilla or any of that. That's crazy, though, man. It's interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of these guys. I've heard of are in pop culture, and you just kind of, they just go under your nose a little bit. Uh-huh. Man, missing Seriously, out. Like, I'm, I've watched the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Like, that's, so I was wrong. It's actually the other way. That's the new one. The old one was called Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And I've seen the new one, but I either have not seen that episode, or I have no memory of that happening. Either way. But yeah. that's but so that's cool. Like, and it's cool, especially because, like, even if you missed it, now when you go watch back, you're like, man, now I know a little exactly. bit more about the folklore. That's why, like, man, I'm going to brag on this a little bit. I like this podcast because that's what it does for <laughs> me. It, it helps educate me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. I love, like, learning about all these, like, different cultures. And it just really kind of mm-hmm. opens my eyes to, like, all these other amazing, vibrant mythologies and different creatures. Very. But, uh, yeah, super cool. 
really fun. I actually posted, I mean, it's already, it, it's been a couple weeks ago from when this comes out, but I did a holiday, um, like monster TikTok, and uh, it was pretty funny because I did like the Grinch, Big I did fan. Grilla, uh, Krampus, a couple other ones, I think, uh, like Jack Frost and stuff. And uh, I was wondering if anyone would recognize it. And Krampus was the only one that people like talked about. Huh. I mean, not that people wouldn't recognize the Grinch. But, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, huh, nobody's recognizing the Grinch. But when I was making that making that TikTok, who's that? About the idea for um, for Grilla, and I was like, man, I don't know anything about her, and I feel like I always brag about knowing <laughs> mythology yeah, from uh, Scandinavia. So <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta know everything. Apparently, I need to know it all, but I do now, so it's great. I mean, I don't know everything, but uh, now he knows everything about Scandinavia. <laughs> Every it's, last uh, bit. It's just really fun. I also learned that Santa Claus, the origin story for Santa Claus, came from Turkey. That was pretty cool. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Is he was a monster? He can, we beforehand? can we do an I, episode on him? I don't think I. Well, I was thinking about doing an episode on Rasputin, but I think he's too human. Yo. I mean, he was a he's monster, pretty, but a monster in his own sense. <laughs> so I have been deciding, like, trying to, like, tempting myself if we should go, I, like, humanoid. I mean, there are some monstrous attributes that have been described about him. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, anyways, though, uh, thank you guys for watching. If you want to pretend like you know a lot about Christmas like we do and Yule and stuff, yeah. show people this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and man. And you can sound really smart, too. Actually, I had a, a interesting, uh, neat experience the other day. I was playing a game with my family. Um, it's called uh, Chameleon. You've probably never heard of it, but like one of the, it's one of those games where like everybody has a hint except for one person. That person has to pretend like they know what like the word or phrase is and whatnot. And one of the uh, rounds that we did, the theme was myth- mythological monsters and creatures. And, and you like, crushed them. I, I was like, I knew every single one of them, and a bunch of people. Were like, hey, what's this one? Yeah. I don't know what that one is. What's the? What is this one different from that one? And I was like, let me give it to you. Here, I'll talk <laughs> you through it. I'll, I'll tell you what's what's what. So, like, yes, look at that. I know things. Man, so Fun. if you want to be able to act like you know all the myth- mythical creatures and explain them to your friends and family so that they feel dumb, yeah. Uh, should uh, not, not recommend them this podcast and keep it yourself. <laughs> and just keep learning it yourself. No, but share, share with people, especially for this one. You know, if it's if you enjoy the lore of uh, Yule and Christmas and the holiday season, uh, this is a good you know good starter for that because it's unknown to most of us. So, mm-hmm. or if somebody's well, like, ever wondered about the Yule lads and Hilda, exactly, let him in on this little secret, man. This episode is like unknown but at the same time it's like got a lot of things that like you can see the reference to like it's christmas very common thing most people know about and then like the seven dwarves pretty people know about those or at least have heard about them like it's got a lot of things that people have at least heard about and can kind of see where the references are now in today's world so it's a pretty mm-hmm. pretty neat episode i think yeah and of course uh check out our tiktok and oh um, yeah Maybe Randy will make us a social media account too one of these days. We'll see about that. <laughs> but uh, have a good new year and keep learning. Happy holidays.